Welcome everyone to the Your Energy First podcast. I'm your host, Emily Marie, and it is such a pleasure to have you here today to co-create with you in this space and to talk about all things your energy. the podcast today we are going to talk about going all in going all in on your life starting with a story about when I realized somebody in my workout class had vampire energy (laughs) isn't it fun to talk about something about being in your power and being all in and then we throw in this sense of something that could almost knock you off of your safety or off of your rocker if you didn't know that you get to align with your light and be in your power and learn and be educated about these things so that you have more perspective so that you don't have to be in fear so that you can be in your power and live holy and show up for your life in all the ways now (laughs) so much fun so this was a really long time ago this was again close to a decade ago and I was going to these this new bar place opened up locally and everybody was going to it. And what was interesting is I enjoyed the class and I was still not, I was still taking energy classes as well. And I wasn't in this element yet of really understanding the capacity of what everything is. I didn't have this idea or sense. I was still in this very, oh, this is real or oh, this exists or interesting and stories things that we hear things that we've learned about over time are really there for a reason i've come to find and we want to remember that all of these things have already existed we don't need to fear them we don't need to run towards them we can sit back and say oh okay i know that that is a reality somewhere i don't choose to make it my reality So I was going to this bar class and this is so cliche, but it was Thanksgiving and they were running a class that was extra long that day, you know, working off all the calories from your meal, which we know is no longer the healthy way to go. It's about consistency and enjoying what it is you're eating at the time and just not overdoing it, right? But no, 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 I was going there with my, I'm sure some Fitbit on and making sure that I was burning extra calories so I could, you know, have extra mashed potatoes or whatever. And what was interesting to me is I get there a little bit late and I find my spot up at the up at the bar and there's a mirror. And as I'm looking in the mirror, I notice that the instructor who is I'm asking the guys if I describe what the instructor looks like because she was basically just another version of me right and they're like no. (laughs) So there you have it, but just she she's just a very normal looking gal. My point in that is normally we would kind of think that they would have these and i'm i'm making an extremely general statement here we're talking about one person with this energy in their lineage that's coming through in this lifetime activated. This is not somebody that looked the part they were actually blonde they were not they didn't have this dark gothic look to them what we may think a typical vampire energy would. And what was interesting to me is so I'm in the mirror, I'm starting to do my squats or whatever it is we were doing. 
And I see that there's this energetic link between this instructor and someone else in the room. So it was someone who was on the complete opposite side of the room as me. And I could see that she was taking her energy. Now, I actually don't know. I don't think that this was a conscious thing the instructor was doing. Maybe potentially they, I think that I'm asking the guides if they were acquaintance friends at the time. There was some sort of connection there. There has to be some sort of agreement, engagement. Maybe there's something past life there. And this is why we do what we do, which is we are in our light and we set intentions to be in our light and divinely protected. And I'm kind of laughing. I'm like, maybe I should have run this story by the guides once before I came here to tell you about it. I have my notes, but I have never done well on these podcasts by following a script. I always have to redo those episodes. Also, my intuition was the one who gave me this story. As with all podcasts, all podcasts are like mini energy episodes. So as I hold this energetic space for us, for this learning and expansion, the guides are teaching me as I go to. So what was interesting is I could see this energy connection. I could see that she's sucking energy from her. And it's not like the girl was the girl who was the on the other end of this, right? On the her energy was being suctioned away in some way it's not as if she was in dire straits it's not as if she was sickly or anything like that so this is where it comes to mind and why we do our own energy healing work and why we do cord clearing work cord clearing not cord cutting i have a couple of episodes on that one of them called cord clearing and it's why we do these things and why each of us has been noticing we have to listen to our intuition more intently now. I'm going to deviate for just a moment. I was working with someone and they were helping me out with some physical body stuff. And first time we saw them was phenomenal. I was like, oh my gosh, this is great I'm doing this again. Next time we signed up, I go, whoa, their energy's off. Their energy is really different. And the old me would have said, you know what? It's all good. We all have our bad days. I'm sure it's fine. I'm going to hire them again for some body work. And the new me said, where there's smoke, there's fire. And all of us are becoming so in tune with our intuition. We can't ignore the little nudges anymore. We can't say, oh, it's fine. It'll all work out. For me, if I do not listen to my intuitive nudges, I told you guys, I get spanked by the universe. <laughs> not not literally, not like in a parental way, but it just, it I don't wanna say it hurts me more, but it, there's more of an owie when it doesn't happen. And this is not the universe punishing me. This is my higher self guiding me into more alignment. I'm in my power. Along with the alignment of the universe. And a lot of us are feeling this right now. A lot of us are noticing areas where we are maybe projecting assumptions where in the past it was kind of like, oops, I did that. That's fine though. It happens. Now we're saying, oh gosh, I was making assumptions there. Where else am I making assumptions? Where do I need to not do that anymore? Hey, we all think it sounds incredible to ascend. Well, rock and roll. Here we go. This is the work. <laughs> this is the work to get there. So keeping in mind back to this place where I'm doing bar and these two gals are having this energetic engagement and I am now as I'm seeing this, I'm like, whew, this is, ooh. And by the way, I didn't, that's a technical term. I didn't know that at the time about my inner light, I didn't know that I could, 
hold energetic space for a situation. Now, again, if I were to hold, if this were to happen today and I were to hold energetic space for that situation, it does not mean that that energy would be cleared. It does not mean that I'd be able to save that woman because that's not my job. It just means I'd be holding energetic space for the situation. Maybe nothing could have happened because when we hold energetic space, we're saying in creation with the divine, what needs to happen here for the highest and best of all involved that's how you and i work with the light or work with integrity the light being integrity for the highest and best of all involved the dark being out of integrity or out of alignment for the highest and best so even if i were to hold energetic space i probably would have naturally felt inclined to do it for the room it does not mean that it would have solved anything just to be clear could it have potentially somewhere in this girl's psyche turned something on that this woman, this friend of hers was just kind of something wasn't quite right? Maybe, maybe, but I also wouldn't be privy or have knowledge to what the shift is because it's not my business. Now, this is also a situation where let's kind of take a look at before we realize what abilities we have versus after, if someone is in, you know, if a human is in a situation where they need help, we want to be able to offer them help, but they always need to be able to help themselves to get through something, right? So clearly both parties have lessons to be learned. And I actually don't believe that the person with the vampire energy, don't worry, still sounds funny when I say it. And just you wait till I tell you the other part of the story too. But the other piece is that it's not as if these people are bad but we do want to be really mindful that these energies are out there and that if you feel kind of off it's okay to say you know what i'm not going to work with you anymore just like i said that about the body worker i'm like bummer but i really enjoyed i really enjoyed working with you a couple of times i'm going to find a different path because again where there's smoke there's fire and all of us as we get to this place of living more peaceful lives and giving back and helping other people in our own way We've got to make decisions like this now. It's the only way to our inner peace. So if you see something, say something is the saying, right? And we want to think about when we hold energetic space, we still have to be in alignment with ourselves and in integrity with ourselves and mind our own business. So even today, if I were to see that situation and hold space, I still, I'm almost certain the guides are like, yep, I would not receive intel on that. I just wouldn't. They wouldn't give me information on what went down. They wouldn't tell me why there's that connection. They wouldn't tell me why that person is a vampire or what part of their energy or do they know or what do they know or what's their background. I would not have any privilege of information into that because it's not my place. But what I can do is because I'm an energetic being is I could now hold energetic space for the highest and best for the group and then any soul that opts in to participate does and not everybody does i have held space for groups for thousands of people and always always a few people don't opt in and that is absolutely fine i don't know why it's none of my business i don't know the intricate works that people receive from the divine when i hold that energetic space for any group and this is what's going to keep you, the guides just said, sane. <laughs> it's also what's going to keep your ability to do energy work and to hold energetic space yourself and be more in alignment with your path. It's going to 
make it more accessible and make it more palatable as a human because it's this way. Otherwise, you're going to be too inundated with details, you're going to be bogged down with details, and you're not going to be out there living your life, and we have to live and enjoy our life on top of doing energy work and supporting other people. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, the more energy work you do, the more pro bono energy work you'll do, it will find you. (laughs) It will find you. Don't worry. (laughs) It will find you. So... I'm standing here and I'm thinking, yeesh, like that was, mm." and I don't want any part of it. And I'm looking away and I'm looking away and the class continues and we turn around and the instructor walks by as she's giving us instruction. And I see all black, her, both of her eyeballs are completely black, just boom. And there's two ways we see energy. We see it with our imagination and we see it in the literal human sense. And then we see varying ways in between. This was in the literal human sense. When we see it in the literal human sense, it's so distracting. It's, you can't look at anything else. It kind of draws you in because it's something of another realm and our energy knows this. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, I am done no thank you i this was i forget if it was i'm asking my guys was it what two months it was like two months past when the whole possession thing happened if you've listened to that episode which by the way some of you have reached out to me that that has actually happened to you and it's a big deal and it's not easy and i never thought when i put that podcast out there that i would actually meet more people who have been in similar situations I really didn't. That's just a human to human thing. There's no lesson behind all of that to teach. I just wanted to share that. And now I have a fuzz on my tongue. So the black eyes things happen. The possessions things happen a couple months prior. Fool me once. Fool me. Fool me once. Shame on me. Or fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me once. Shame on me. (laughs) That's why I got possessed that time. You're not going to fool me a third time. Eventually I learn. And so I was just head down. I'm sure I call in support as best I knew how. And I scoot, scoot on home and I call my friend. I go, you're not going to believe what I just experienced. And I tell my friend and my friend goes, whoa. And I was like, I know. I said, can you tap in? Because at the time we didn't know you weren't supposed to tap in. And we still had good intentions about tapping in, but we didn't fully understand or comprehend the holding energetic space, which is in integrity for everything, and then you only receive what you know. So I said, can you tap in and see what you're allowed to know? Tapping in, remote viewing, everybody can do this. It's just intentionally connecting with any energy that exists anywhere and asking for information. So I actually forget what my friend saw or empathically felt she shared it with me. She did feel things. And I'm sitting there and I'm on the phone, I'm on my cell phone, and I'm listening. My mouth shut. I'm listening. And then she goes, whoa, the taste on my tongue. And I moved my mouth to speak and I could taste blood. And at that point, let's just take a moment to remember our inner lights for a second. 
And at that point I thought, holy crap, this is real. This is real. So now as we scale, the guides are like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, of course it's, it's, let's see, they're saying it very, very nicely. They're like, yeah, of course it's real. But they also don't want us to get too bogged down with maybe what we've read in a child book story around vampires. They say, let's take, let's take a 30,000 foot view, scale back and take a 30,000, whatever. Let's look at it from high in the sky. <laughs> words lately let me tell you as i gear up for this retreat i've just been hibernating and getting ready for it my energy's been getting ready for it because i hold energetic space for half a week for multiple people plus a house and lots of energy stuff so my body always needs to prepare before so words have evaded me lately but let's scale way back pretend we're hanging out in the sky with all the good energy in our lights and what is the lesson in all of this and one of the things to note is they're saying you're this is what the guides are saying to all of us they go you're not silly they go you're not stupid you are stupid just meaning like as if someone were to tell you oh that's not real or oh i don't believe you they say no you are perceiving these things and it's okay to perceive these things they go look at all the bugs you walk past in a day that you just don't really pay that close attention to and they say this just allows us to be more confident in our awareness and the things we are receiving they go let it just be validation for you that when you feel the ick from someone that for some reason everybody seems to really like but for you it's just off just trust it trust these nuances trust kind of the crazy things these insights you might be getting it's okay when you are leaning into your light and trusting your path and trusting yourself that you're learning these things for a reason you're learning these things for a reason and everybody's gonna learn them a little bit differently and in some ways they're gonna overlap. Being in your power and showing up fully, one of the biggest energetic trends I'm seeing right now is who and how we show up in one way is how, who we are, we need to show up. Oh my gosh, you guys. <laughs> How do I put into words energy? We're almost two years into this and I'm already like words with energy. All of us are on this path of desiring to feel so fulfilled in life and so aligned that how we show up in all aspects of life is simply who we are. For example, when I used to work in corporate, I had to pretend certain things were okay. I had to pretend that certain things were funny or my boss would ask me to do things that I go, wow, this is not gonna hit, help us hit our goals, but we're gonna do this. And it was really frustrating and it was hard. And I didn't like not being the fullest version of myself. I was a version of myself, but not the fullest version of myself. So now what's happening is there's a vast realignment happening this is interesting they're saying in the globe in on earth but they're also saying this realignment's happening in other realms why would they say other realms let me ask I'm like what other realms other versions of earth yeah what else other versions of huh i don't know if i've ever i've talked about this on the podcast but it's been a while earth is having multiple experiences there's 
I say this very carefully, there's multiple earth experiences happening. So this realignment is happening on more than just our conscious awareness level. So showing up for ourselves or showing up in our power actually means how can we, how can you show up for yourself in the present moment? Just start by showing up in the present moment. It feels like a lot, like you have to change your whole life to fully be who you are and who you're meant to be in every aspect of your being. It's a lot. One of the best analogies the guides used in PRISM today was because we were talking about, we are reshaping what it means to market yourself because it's not about marketing yourself when you're an intuitive creative. It's about you being you and sharing your intuitive, your gifts, your skill sets with the world and inviting people into your journey, right? And so we were, they said, when we were talking about showing up for this, they said, imagine an infant. They go, as a parent, you do your best every single day and you learn as you go. And then you have the second infant and you have a better idea of it. And you <laughs> they just sit and you train them better. You raise them better, they mean. <laughs> you support them better. They're being so sweet and so gracious and so funny when they say these things. So keeping in mind, we just have to keep showing up for ourselves in the moment. And that's how we show up for ourselves so completely and so fully in the bigger picture. But it's too much pressure that we put on ourselves and in our human minds when we say, oh, I have to show up completely fully in all the ways and all of my relationships and in life and work and all of those things as it sits right now. And they say one step at a time. The other example that they learned, which I thought was so funny in PRISM is they said don't wait until you've mastered it they go it's not like you can have a two-day-old infant and say hang on i'm going to set you over here i'm going to be back in 10 hours or 10 days because i need to go read up on this <laughs> you learn on the fly and you're well-intentioned and you will make mistakes and that is part of the beauty of the construct of how you learn it your way your way it needs to be done your way it has to i cannot emphasize this part enough the world does not need the quiet, and I don't mean quiet as in all of us need to be online or anything like that. I simply mean people need your perspective and your voice, and they need it from your intuitive heart, your intuitive guidance from your higher self. So just figure out ways you can just show up fully for whatever it is you're doing. By the way, I will meditate and I will do energy work in the morning and I will journal and it's wonderful. It's wunderbar. And I, you know, and some days are better than others, by the way. I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, every day is magic. I mean, no, some days are like, is this thing even on? And I will continue to ask questions and I just stay in the trust that I will eventually figure it out. And I keep trying. And sometimes, I get, I mean, when I do the energy work and the meditations and the journaling, I get incredible insights. I move incredible energy. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's amazing. It really builds and does incredible things for yourself. Then there's times where something bigger that I'm working through takes time and I will do those things in the morning. And then next thing you know, I'm vacuuming, not even thinking about it. And that's when it pops into my head. That's the beauty of it all. We get to be human throughout all of this and then find ways to simply show up wholly as yourself w-h-o-l-l-y <laughs> although you may feel like you need to be holy if we're dealing with vampires right now 
what did they have? It was garlic and crosses or garlic and metal, right? Gar garlic and silver. Don't worry about any of that stuff. You have your inner light. And I'm sure there's going to be a few of you who goes thinking, you know what? I knew it. That neighbor, that neighbor from two moves ago, I knew there was something off about them. They were an energy sucker. <laughs> yeah, well, validation. Validation. You know what your validation feels like for you. Show up in your wholeness and completeness as best you can in each step, and then you're going to forget about it, and then you're going to come back to it because, again, we're human, and we're just doing our best, figuring it out, figuring it out together. Also, PRISM is so freaking fascinating. Talk about figuring it out. I've, I've mentioned here that in PRISM is for the intuitive that wants to consciously grow their business. Now, it's hard to talk about a business because it's really a vocation. It's not about building something cumbersome that you now have to feed every single day or that you have to build and maintain. And it's something that now requires extra part of you. We don't focus as much on the strategy in PRISM. The strategy is there. We do the mindset and the energy work. And people are growing businesses, growing vocations, growing crafts the way that they're meant to, the way that feels good in alignment for them, even down to the marketing, because not everybody's going to need or want to do social media. So this part's really imperative that the way we are creating businesses is evolving. I see corporations evolving. I'm going to be, it's, I'm really excited. There's a really big medical company and I'm going to be doing a new year intuitive meditation kickoff for them and their team meeting this week for 15 minutes. And I couldn't be more excited because these are people who are going to feel closer to their heart space, their expansion in that moment and they are going to be spreading that into a world where well let's be honest it's really needed even beyond that though they're going to be feeling good for themselves and that's the key because the better we feel for ourselves the better off we all are when your cup is full you have more to give we all know this i'm a little bit worried that this podcast has stopped making sense <laughs> so trust the inklings that you're getting about things being off with people and just go with it and let's 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 call it what it is you know we're all showing up doing our best and we got to start calling spades spades so we can have inner peace for ourselves and the people that we love that's the goal thank you for being here thank you for being a badass really you truly are you may not feel like it but i guarantee you if you're listening to this podcast this is not fluffy energy work this is real self-development, digging in, expanding yourself, being brighter, sharing it with more people, figuring it out. And I really, truly appreciate you. I don't have anything else to say. If you want to go into the show notes, you can find more information about PRISM. It's three months, three sessions a month, plus Facebook support. We have so much fun. Also, the other thing is I created these micro segments, these micro trainings within like a step-by-step -step guide because nobody wants to join a program and have to go through hours of information in order to figure out what it is and get, you know, what it is that they're trying to do and get their business started. No, 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 no. This is a simple step-by-step -step guide, a simple step-by-step -step process. It's still being built out as we go. And if you have any questions, connect at emilyamarie.com. Thank you for being incredible as always. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review and make sure you've signed up 
for the newsletter for special insights, offerings, and announcements that are just for you. This podcast and website represents the opinions of Emily Marie and her guests to the show and website. The content should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for informational purposes only, and because each person is so unique, please consult your healthcare professional for any medical advice, recommendations, and questions. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast and website are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of errors.